Hey y'all and welcome back to another solo episode of Bearing Souls. My name is Cindy and I'm your host. I hope that you guys enjoyed the past guests or guests depending on when I release this. Um, I just wanted to do a solo episode because there's something that has been on my mind um, the past couple of days that I think I want to go ahead and share or kind of like discuss and it's related to spirituality so i just want to share a little bit about my spiritual journey obviously um born and raised in uganda i was raised christian and it was all about you have to do good or else you'll go to hell or you'll have to do good or else god is not going to be happy with you you know we're going to get into that so to begin with anyway so now that we've done the introduction i'm going to go ahead and tell you guys what i currently believe and how it differs from what i grew up believing so let's go ahead and get into it So let's go ahead and dive right into it. Um, So like I said before, I was born Christian. Like I said also that I grew up thinking that the kind of relationship you had to have with God is just always doing exactly what the Bible says or else, you know, there's repercussions to your actions, right? And I understand that, like, generally speaking, Normally, I think it's maybe because the way my brain is wired. When someone tells me something, I think of it like literally. And I don't be thinking about it like in any other way. I'll just believe it the way that I've been told. So that kind of like made me a little bit confused because one person says that God loves you. God is always like there to forgive you. And then someone else comes and tells you that God is a jealous God. Like, huh? (laughs) And I know that there are some people who actually believe that. And honestly, I understand why you believe that. I'm not even against it. I respect it. And I love it for you. It's okay. It's just that in my personal experience, I just feel like, what do you mean God is jealous? I thought he was supposed to love me and have grace and forgive me and all that. What you mean? Is he human to have these emotions? Like things like that. And moving on from that. Um, so now today, I feel like over the past year and a half or coming to two years, I learned that having a relationship, my own relationship with God is what's important to me. I do not subscribe to religion in the sense that... Um, there is only one way to God, like on, there's only through Christ is the only way you find God or through the prophet is the only way that you find God. I really do not subscribe to that. I have a very intimate, strong, intentional relationship with God. I pray all the time. I can't even say every day. I pray multiple times a day. I'm always talking to God. I have a very... The kind of relationship that I have with God is, 
the only word I can use to describe it is that it's very intimate. So I also like to think of myself as non-denominational. And my own understanding of that is that I'm not restricted to a certain religion and believing that that's the only way to find God because I really don't think that's true. Truly, truly, truly do not believe that's true. So as a non-denominational person, I believe that there's, um yeah, there's, let me look for the definition, like I guess the dictionary definition. Anything that's non-denominational isn't connected to a particular religion or sect. Um, non-denominational churches are not aligned with one specific or organized religious leadership. So yeah, that's what I believe. Like, I believe in just having a direct relationship with God and not having to go through people. Because at the end of the day, Jesus was human. The prophet was human. I'm saying I'm speaking about these two religions because that's those are the only religions that I kind of like have tea on or <laughs> like knowledge about. Um so Jesus was human, the prophet was human. Why do we have to go through another human being to get to God? Like, what's wrong with us as humans? First of all, the Bible says that God is within us. So if God is within me, why do I have to go through Jesus to find God? I believe of Jesus as he was, like he was a teacher. He performed miracles. I actually believe that because I know that God can do that. But I really don't subscribe to the whole notion of you have to go through Christ to find God because God is there. There's literally nothing that should be standing between you and him. If God is working within you, if God can exist within you as a human being, a regular human being, then you know that there's nothing that should stand with like between you and the relationship you should directly have with God. Anyway, I feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I believe. And that brings me to my new revelation. I would say this is kind of like a code that I've, I feel like I have cracked and it's the code to life generally. Um, growing up, our parents, or like, well, I'm just going to say our parents, taught us um, how to give prayers of thanksgiving. And I've come, excuse me, <laughs> I've come to realize that the code, like cracking the code to life is you just have to live in the present. And I'm going to just go ahead and explain a little, like, when we sit down and start to think about the future and start to think about our past, our past is holding us back and keeping us in shame, guilt, regret, worry. And when we think about our future, we are thinking again, more worry, anxiety, fear of the unknown. And that just keeps you unsettled. It keeps you always on your toes always thinking, always sad, worrying about the past, worrying about the future, and that helps no one. So living in the present has, honestly, it has done so much good for me. It has lifted uh, such a huge weight off my shoulder. It has 
opened my eyes so much and I'm going to tell you how. So over the past few months, I think I already said that I haven't been working. <laughs> and you know, obviously when you're not working, I like to call it pre-reach. Shout out to Raquel <laughs> for teaching me how to call it pre-reach. I'm not broke, I'm pre-reach. So um by being, you know, unemployed and all that, I have learned that if you decide to worry, you can literally worry yourself to your grave. Literally. You can it's worry is so not good for you. It it honestly it even makes you age. I feel like once you decide to start worrying about life, there's so much to worry about. Like you're never going to stop worrying. And whether or not you're worrying, those things are still going to be there. Like if you're just worrying about it and not working on it, it's going to be there. So why, how is worrying helping you? So just living in the present and thanking God and like being grateful, showing gratitude for where you are, where you're at in life right now. Just sitting in what you have and knowing that, you know, I mean, I might not be where I want to be, but right now where I am, I prayed for these things. I'm living in a testimony. I'm just really now focused on the future because I'm already sitting in these things and I don't even realize that these are things that I used to pray for. And now I have them and I'm still unhappy. And that's how you know the human mind, we can never be satisfied. Never. Like I could wish for a million dollars and I'll get a million dollars. And then guess what? I'll wish for a million more freaking dollars because it's never enough. So I feel like just sitting and being and showing gratitude and being present and enjoying what you have right now, focusing on that and using what you have in the present to make your life as happy, honestly, as it can be. That's what's going to open doors for you. Because living, I wrote it in my journal. I wish I could go get my journal. But living in the present and appreciating where you are in the present is essentially what's going to open doors of abundance for you. Because God or the universe or, you know, whatever you choose to believe, God is first of all always working in your favor. Once you decide to let go, you know how they say let go and let God Literally, just you, you just focus on what you're going to have for breakfast, what you're going to have for lunch, and leave the rest to God. Leave the big things, worry about the things that you can control. That's why I'm saying, you know, like just focus on your breakfast because you can control that. Worry about the things that are in your control and the things that are not in your control. God is going to take care of that. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> Do not worry about it. Leave the big things to God. Um, I lost my train of thought when I thought when I thought about leaving the things to leaving big things to God, but generally just being happy with where you are, happy with what you have, that is what is going to open the doors of abundance because you're showing God that, or you're showing the universe that you're happy with where you are, and that means you're ready to receive more. When you're always yearning for more, you're kind of like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're kind of like holding back your blessings. So there's uh there's a someone I watched. I don't know if it was a someone or a TikTok video, but regardless, it was a someone, even if he wasn't in front of a congregation. Where this person was talking about how when you want something, say, 
let me just say, I want a house. I want a new house. So when you want a new house, and then you tell God, hey, God, I come before you. I'm re- I really need a new house. And you could even, you know, go back to like prayers of thanksgiving and thank God for the new house even before you have it. That's also something I've learned and we're going to get into that. But I'm just giving you this example. So you're thanking God. Thank you so much, God, for the new house. Da, 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 da. And then you give like you let it go. Then the next day. You're here worrying, oh, where am I going to get a down payment? Where am I, okay, say in Uganda and you're building, where am I going to get like a deposit to start building? You've already asked God and now you're trying to control it. Like, be so for real. (laughs) Leave that to God. You've already asked God to do that for you. I think you now need to worry about how you're going to get to work because that's going to be, that's going to be like an avenue. That's one way that you can reach your, financial goal to get a house at the end of the day so um leaving the big things to god and stop trying to control the things that you're praying about that was the point of this story when you're done praying about it and then you come back the next day starting to worry about what you've prayed for you are putting it back in your hands so i want you to imagine you've prayed and you've handed this thing over to god so but while it's still going to god you're trying to pull it back. You're pulling it back with every time you worry about it. You're pulling it back with every time you try to control the prayer and how you want the outcome, You how you want it to come out. You're controlling it instead of just letting the mail go. Let the mail go and let it get to God and then he'll take care of it. That is, oh, Banange, Pastor Cindy, love it for me. Are you seeing how I'm able to like preach without involving people in the bible <laughs> i know my auntie is going to oh my auntie's not going to be happy with this one but at least you know i love god and i have a relationship with him period anyway um so prayers of thanksgiving you know how our parents used to teach us to always have prayers of thanksgiving i think that's also another hack to like spirituality and to life is when you're praying I feel like instead of praying, God, please, I pray that I get this job. Lord, please, um, may I, I pray that I can get approved for the house. God, I pray that my visa gets approved. I pray that da, da, da. I think that it's important to pray with things. That way, you're already filling your heart with like the emotions that you would have when you when you eventually get this thing. And I feel like that's the way. That's a good way to pray. I and mean, honestly, it's a, hack, it's a hack that has worked for me. It's just always, God, you know, like, this is what, you know what I want. You know, this is what I want. And I thank you for providing, I, I thank you for providing it. What I normally thank God for is like provision, protection, and other stuff. But, and I'm always provided for, honey. <laughs> always protected, always provided for, because I'm constantly thanking God for that. But um, I like thanking him for, I thank you for approving the visa. I thank you for the approval of the house. I thank you so much for my new job. Whether or not you have it, I feel like putting yourself, aligning yourself with that kind of mentality and aligning yourself with your vision and thanking God for already providing it. You already have it. So, you know, you know, ask, 
and you shall like ask believe and you'll receive so once you believe that you have it you're thanking god that you have it and eventually you're going to get it one time for the purster <laughs> um yeah so that brings me to the end of my sermon i hope that it resonates with many of you and i feel like i'm going to get a lot of not backlash but kind of like engagement when it comes to this topic of spirituality but i want to let you all know that i respect highly highly respect what everyone believes as long as it's your personal belief and it's working for you i respect that 100% what is so crazy to me is people who not only want to shove shove their religion down our throats they are also criticizing people who don't believe what they believe in that is so i don't know i was going to use a very bad word but that's so ghetto like be for real if god first of all let me not get canceled i haven't even done five episodes let's leave that at that um as long as you have a relationship with God, I think that's what matters. You do not need to believe what everyone else believes. Um, and you don't need to shove your religions down our throats. Like, we believe what we believe and that's okay. Um, yeah, so let's get into the second topic. Okay, so for the last half of this episode, I wanted to ask you a question that I want you to think about after the episode or even as I speak about it. Um, I want you to think about who God is to you. Who is God to you? Like, I want us to like think, sit down, sit, sit in it and think about it. Because to me, God is a healer. God is our is my friend. God is someone that I can talk to about literally anything. My greatest fears, my greatest regrets, my plans for the future, everything. I can talk to God about anything. God is a redeemer. God is love. God is love. God eternal and unconditional love. I must I must add. God is did I already say a healer? He's someone that I listen to all the time. Like, I feel like once you have this relationship with God, you start to hear him speaking to your life. I'm not saying that to Nigeria style of you hear a cloud forming and then God is in front of you. <laughs> I'm just saying that you start to hear God talk to you. You when you're trying when you're about to make a decision and then you feel like your gut telling you not to, that's God working within you. So anyway, that, that is who God is to me. Yeah, so that's just my food for thought. I just want you guys to think about who God is to you and the kind of relationship that you have with him. And what it means to you, you know, write it in your journal. I don't know, it's something cool that I did. <laughs> it made like It made the relationship clearer. And also, I guess that's why it's been more intentional. Just think about who God is to you. Okay? Okay. 
now let's get into the advice segment the soul guide segment welcome to the soul guide (laughs) i cannot take myself seriously anyway this is the soul guide this segment is a segment where i get questions from my listeners it can be anything it can be love it can be religion it can be school work relationships living situation anything um and the way that you can send your questions in is sending me an email at bearingsouls at gmail.com. The name is on the episode title. Literally, you're listening. It's B-A-R-I-N-G-S-O-U-L-S at gmail.com. Once you get your question, we will read it on one of the episodes and it will absolutely be anonymous. All right. So for today's question, unfortunately, it's not related to religion, but it's a good one nonetheless. So the person says, hi, Cindy, I'm a 25 year old woman who recently found out that who recently found out that my boyfriend was my boyfriend of five years has been cheating on me. I am devastated and don't know what to do. I love him and I want to make things work, but I'm not sure if I can forgive him. I'm also worried about the impact that this will have on our relationship. I'm looking for advice on how to cope with the pain of infidelity and how to decide whether or not to stay in the relationship. I'm also open to any other advice you have for me. Girl, first of all, I know that this person's in... (laughs) I know that this person is in Kampala because I know who this person is, but I think that the topic of dating in Kampala is going to be a whole different topic of its of its own. So let's just come back and talk about this. I'm looking for advice on how to cope with the pain of infidelity and how to decide whether or not to stay in the relationship. Honestly, I think that this is something I can give you advice on like what I would do and what I think think is right obviously because that's what I would do but I think it's very subjective and you have to decide if cheating and infidelity if that's a deal breaker for you because women are different some women don't find that cheating is a deal breaker and in your question it doesn't really say like it doesn't clarify if this is something that's a deal breaker for you but you did say that um i'm not sure if i can forgive him i'm also worried about the impact this will have on our relationship that tells me that you might not want to stay but you feel like you're going to be losing something honestly i feel that you should sit down think about it think about if cheating is a deal breaker to you what would i do what i would do is leave (laughs) let's hear me out um i feel like you know the saying of when someone shows you who they are the first time believe them baby if you cheat on me okay also it depends i think it depends there's levels to cheating but like if we're talking about he slept with someone else absolutely not leave i would leave because it takes so much for you to get to the point of sleeping with someone 
Um, okay, let me first backtrack. Like I said, there's levels to cheating. So in my opinion, to me, if it was like a kiss, I would I would be probably be second guessing if I wanted to stay in the relationship or not. But if my partner went and slept with someone else, there's so much that goes into that whole thing for them to not think about you for a minute even a second that is wild so for me i would say leave try to heal you're only 25 you're so young and i think you should try and for you know just build yourself focus on yourself and the right person will come at the right time but if you feel like this is the right person I would say, just stay and work, like work on it. Um, I, I honestly, the only advice I can give you is what I would do. What I think you would do in this situation, this is very subjective and I think that it has to come from you. I'm really sorry that I can't tell you what to do, but I would say think about, um, think about if cheating is a deal breaker and decide from there. Think about if he cheats again. How, like, where are you going to draw the line? How many times are you going to have to forgive him? Because when someone shows you who they are, honey, the first time, believe them. Period. Um, that's my advice for you. I hope things work out. Me, honestly, I think that you should live and work on yourself. But I can't make that decision for you. Love you. Um, and I hope this helps. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, this brings us to the end of the episode. Again, if you would like to send your advice questions in, please send us an send. I'm saying us like I have a big business. <laughs> send us a, an email at bearingsouls at gmail.com and we will be sure to read it on one of the episodes and answer your questions. Thank you so much for listening and you'll hear from me next week, Thursday. Bye.